Are you an entrepreneur, industry expert, or influencer? Did you know that speaking is one of the highest paying professions in the world? Download my free PDF checklist now and you can learn how you can become a highly paid speaker. Go to jamieabbott.com forward slash speaker guide. Welcome to the Perfect Public Speaking Podcast, where you'll learn how to master your public speaking, how to become a paid speaker, and how to boost your business using public relations with your host, Jamie Abbott. Well, my guest today is Liz Murray, and with over 25 years in executive leadership, Liz has worked with many exceptional leaders to help them take their success beyond what they dared to think was possible through one-to-one coaching, leadership team programs, and team workshops. Now, Liz helps leadership teams get in sync with the common mission and inspiring team members to take their productivity and creativity to the next level using strategies that give leaders more time for what's important. Liz is passionate about empowering professionals to get unstuck and find clarity in knowing the steps to take to move from where they are to where they want to be in their career, business relationships, and life itself through increased self-awareness and a constant focus on strengthening emotional intelligence. Liz started her business, Edge of Possibilities, in 2017 because she saw a gap in the market for professional coaches with experience in the challenges that leaders face. Now, Liz actually started her career, well, her leadership career as school principal in a large independent school, which she grew from five staff to over 90 staff across multiple sites and a wide geographic area in the Hunter region. That's where I'm based. And so with firsthand experience in the complexities in growing a thriving team, Liz saw the value of utilizing a coach to support and mentor her while she was in that role. So much to talk to her about today. She's going to be sharing her experiences and the lessons that she has learned. She's also president of the Newcastle Business Club and loves pre-sunrise walks and bushwalks with her husband on weekends. Liz, thank you so much for coming on to Perfect Public Speaking. Thank you, Jamie, for having me along. I'm really grateful to be here today. Now, you are actually my very first in-office podcast guest. Super exciting. There's been a little bit of uh, trouble to get you set up. We've been Googling and YouTube uh, searching how to use two USB mics on the one track. <laughs> it wasn't so easy, but we've done it. Yeah, I'm really grateful to be here for the first one. And you're such a fantastic problem solver, Jane. I'm so <laughs> impressed with how you got this working. <laughs> Good old YouTube. <laughs> It's not easy for those listening. Uh, if you know the sound is a little bit off, it should be good now, though. Uh, we'll make up for it with fabulous content Absolutely. during this episode. <laughs> and speaking of content, before I had you on, Liz, um, you sort of said to me, what do you want to talk about? Like, And I said, well, we can talk about leadership, being a great leader, putting yourself out of your comfort zone, networking. The list really was endless. So before we get into that, tell me a little bit about what a leadership coach does. Great question, Jamie. And leadership coaching is all about what leadership is about. And leadership isn't about being a role or having a role. Leadership is about who we're being as a human being. So in leadership coaching, we're supporting people to continuously improve, becoming the best version of themselves. 
and reflecting on the things that we feel we're doing well and doing more of that and looking at the areas of our lives in various areas of our lives, not just in work, where we'd like to be a better version of ourselves and show up to be show up being a better version of ourselves and be that. So that's what I help people do all the time, just reworking the way that things are happening for them to become a better version of themselves all the time. And that is different to being a business coach, right? Oh, absolutely. It couldn't be um, further removed from being a business coach. Business coaching is more about your systems and your financials. Leadership coaching is about the people skills. It's about who you're being as you show up to become a leader or be a leader in your team, regardless of what your role is. And it's about the messy people stuff, which I find really fun. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything worse. So when you sit down with a leader or it could be an entrepreneur, CEO, I know you work with a lot of lawyers and, and people running big companies, what do you do with them? So I find out from them what they're loving about what they're doing in their life overall and what areas of their life they want to push themselves a little bit further in. And there's some, for all of us as human beings, there's areas of our life that we're happy with and content with, but there's other areas that we would like to make improvements in or things that we want to get out of our comfort zone and be a bit less content with and, and really feel awesome about rather than just be content with. So I sit down with people and work out for them where those things are sitting and what they'd like to work on. And then we work on those things together. So I'm I'm basically become their cheer squad to help them find where the anchors are that are holding them back, what's pulling them back, to undo those and support them to be able to move forward, and um, help them do that confidently. So I'm I'm basically their cheer squad, helping cheering them along to stretch out of their comfort zone. And the thing is, when we're leading ourselves really well, we're failing forward. And being a great leader means will, being willing to make mistakes and fail forward, learn from those mistakes, and then take the next step. And if you sit in your comfort zone, you're not making mistakes and you're just going to keep getting the same results you've always gotten. So that's what I love about what I do. I'm really passionate about seeing people fail forward and confidently make more and more mistakes because they become a better version of themselves. And we all do that. In life. Oh, I love yeah. that. And so is it sort of a situation where people need to sort of be experiencing some sort of pain or hitting rock bottom before they get your help? Or can they seek a leadership coach's help if they're on a high at the top of their game and they want to stay there? Or, you know, does it have to be a problem to be able to seek you out? It doesn't have to be a problem. In fact, a number of my clients have very successful teams. They want to maintain being continuously improving on being the best version of themselves so that they can show up for their team and be worthy of their fantastic team as their team continues to improve as well. So uh, I believe in life being all about lifelong learning and continuously improving ourselves. And in doing that, if we're constantly improving who we're being, then that will flow on to everyone around us as well in every area of our life. So the energy that we're putting out there as we continue to grow, other people will come on board with that energy as well. So, yeah. Right. And your background as a school principal, is this completely different or is it really sort of similar in many ways, but you're now working with adults rather yeah, than kids? It's very similar. It's all the best parts of being a school principal without the admin and, um, you know, the boring politics in education, um, being a leader wherever you are is always about who you're being. And you know, one of the great things for me in this role as a leadership coach is I've made lots of mistakes in my career in who I'm being. 
And in, in making those mistakes, I'm a slow learner as well. And so by continuously making mistakes and learning more and more through the mistakes that I've made, I've be able, been able to really refine my skills in supporting and inspiring people in leadership roles. And you can't really help people with something if you haven't been through that yourself. And certainly in leadership, I have had lots of different experiences and um, where I've made mistakes and then been able to work on myself and learn the skills that I needed to learn from those mistakes to be able to keep moving forward to the next mistake and the next learning. So um, being able to do that is the core thing that having been a school principal has allowed me to be able to do this. And as a principal, you're leading lots of different people all the time. Obviously, there's a school executive, um, all of the admin staff and the teaching staff, but also the students and the families and your broader community. So there's lots of different people that you're um, in a leadership role for and inspiring people to take action in different things altogether. And um, being a leadership coach is the same. I'm, I'm working with all kinds of different people in all kinds of different roles in the community as well. I think that's a really important point where you said you've made lots of mistakes because I think even as a public speaking coach, people seem to resonate with that when I say I haven't had this flawless public speaking career. I've made these mistakes. And I think if you've made those mistakes, that's what people are paying you for to learn what not to do from someone who's already gone down that path and made those mistakes so others won't have to make that mistake themselves yeah. would you agree yeah to some degree and also to have that reassurance that it's okay we all are only human we all make mistakes and so if we always worried about not not doing something because we we're worried we might make a mistake or we might get it wrong we would never do anything you know you're my public speaking coach if I came on here thinking I had to be a perfect public speaker so I didn't let you down I would never come on here because I know I'm going to <laughs> stuff up and say too many ums and ahs and all the rest of it yeah so if you get in your own head worrying about making mistakes you never make progress in anything in your life yes absolutely so tell me a little bit about you've mentioned this a couple of times getting out of your comfort zone and that's certainly a term which is is put out there quite often but in your space what does that mean and why should we do it mm, great question our comfort zone is the place where we have the same things happen all the time. And there's good time. There are times in our lives where being in your comfort zone is a good thing to do. Sometimes we need just time to recharge and um, look after ourselves and our comfort zone is the right place to be doing that. But if we don't want to always experience the same results we've always gotten, we need to step out of that. We need to push ourselves out of that a little and so people that have the greatest success in life are the people that are more willing to put themselves out of their comfort zone. Out of our comfort zone is where we learn the skills in how to be resilient and that it's okay to fail forward in life. So if you're not willing to do that, you're not going to achieve different levels of success to what you're currently experiencing. And so what would be, I mean, for public speaking, I would say put yourself up on stage. What would be another example, perhaps that's not public speaking related, that is putting yourself out there out of your comfort zone? It might be giving feedback to your boss ah. or someone that you um, answer up to. It might be having an important or difficult conversation with someone. It might even be your life partner. Uh, where something feels a bit awkward and you don't know how to address it. Uh, having a conversation with a friend about something that's triggering you about them. Anything that, that makes you feel uncomfortable. And some people are more confident and comfortable than others around a lot of those things. But all of those things come back to our ego. When we have a healthy ego, we're comfortable 
with understanding that having that conversation is more about helping the other person. Uh, when we hold back from that, we're worried about people pleasing and people not liking us. Um, and the same, as you know, with public speaking, we worry about being judged by other people and that's where we get in our head and we're not delivering really well because we're, we're so focused on what other people are thinking rather than focusing on the great content that we've got to share that will help and inspire other people toward greatness for themselves. Yeah, look, I relate to that so much. It's, it's hard, especially, yeah. you know, my background in politics, you do put yourself out there and you get hammered. <laughs> Um, just purely because of the political colours you may yeah. be wearing. Yeah. And it's hard. People see that on social media or even in person in, in, if you're up on stage doing some sort of live debate and they think, well, I'm not going to ever put myself out there and open myself up for ridicule. Yeah. But it, in the long run, I now look back on my career and I think, well, because I have been in that situation and I've made mistakes in that situation under pressure, I can now coach others. So it's really interesting to hear you say that. Yeah, absolutely. And because we worry too often about what other people think and not everyone is our tribe. And sometimes it can take us a little while to unhinge our belief about ourselves from what other people think of us or what we think other people think of us. What other people think of us is actually none of our business. And if we just focus on our zone of genius or working in our flame of what we're, we're passionate about and what we know a lot about, and we share that from our perspective, it's other people's choice whether they take that on board or not. Mm. It's not our job to really worry about what other people think of what we've got to say. So relevant. I'm in this new mastermind um, with Tracy Harris and, and Carl Harris called Inner Circle Mastermind. And we had our welcome call recently. And Tracy said, you aren't too much. All that too muchness, you are welcome here to be too much. And I think so many of my listeners and, and, and you know, maybe even yourself, I know I have been told I'm too much, Turn, tone it down. But those people aren't my people, <laughs> uh, you know, so, and I'm just reading Tina Tower's book in um, One Life and it says the same thing. Those people aren't your people. Yeah. Find people who accept you. It's easier said than done though, right? And I think as you get older, you, is it a case of when you get older, you think, oh, I don't care so much anymore what people think? Yeah, I hope so. I, f I feel as I'm getting older that I, I worry less about what other people think. And certainly I feel like I'm, I get more comfortable with my own perspectives and that what other people take or leave is up to them. But I think also you look at what, what other people are sharing, that you're, the people you're learning from, we don't take everything that other people say, even if we're looking up to them in a particular area of our life. We don't grab onto everything and think, right, that's now my new mantra because it's theirs. We take and leave bits that are relevant to us at the time. And what we take or leave depends on our own mindset at the time. So whatever we're open to, we're gonna be able to hear and apply. But if we're not ready for some things, we're not, we're, we may, may even really reject it quite consciously because we're not ready to hear that lesson um, in our own life. Yeah, yeah. let's talk uh, before you go about networking because you and I were laughing recently about how our hubbies just make comments sometimes about how all you do is go out and socialize. And you and I know it's more than that. It's about making connections with people and forming relationships uh, in business, in life. You know, what do you say about networking for a business owner, for a young professional, an older professional, uh, an entrepreneur? How important is networking in a traditional and also maybe online sense yeah networking is so important and you know regards to what our hubbies think <laughs> it is networking like he's reminding my husband and he says oh you just go out for coffee dates and lunches and that kind of thing 
Initially, if you're not comfortable with networking, then showing up is the first step. But really, if you want to network and get value from those connections, it's all about being more interested than interesting. So getting around and asking people questions about them so that you get to know them and you're showing interest in them. When you do that, people are going to come back and ask you questions about you. But if you have an unhealthy ego, you might be more inclined to stand in the corner and judge people worrying about what they're thinking of you. And, and it's not you're not really working at all. You're just going out for coffee or you're just going to an event. So if you want it to be networking, you've got to be willing to get out of your comfort zone and ask other people questions and push yourself to go and talk to people that you may not normally talk to. Uh, it's always rewarding. You always end up finding out all kinds of things about different people and you never know who you might meet and who they might be able to help in your life as well if you get out of your comfort zone and connect with different people. So true. And it's not just in person, is it? It's online as yeah. well these yeah. days. I mean, online forums and just even following people on Instagram and engaging with their content. So you might see a great post and, and commenting and giving positive feedback. To me, I also think that includes networking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And but often people aren't confident to comment because they worry, they overthink their comment and whether it might be worthy of putting in there or they don't want to look like an idiot or whatever. And um, yeah, putting it, putting it out there actually shows other people that you're engaging with what they've got to say. And sometimes your perspective might be quite different and that's okay as well. Yeah, great. Well, Liz, if people have heard this podcast and they want to know more and they want to work with you, find out a bit more about your business, how can people find you? People can find me through my social media. So my business name is Edge of Possibilities. So people can find me on Instagram or Facebook and also on my website, which is also Edge of Possibilities. Oh, fabulous. Liz, thank you for coming on and popping my in-person podcast guest, Cherry. <laughs> It's been great. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jamie. Thanks for listening. You're on the way to perfect public speaking with Jamie Abbott. If you loved this episode, please share it on social media with your friends and tag us at Jamie Abbott. You can check out Jamie's free resources and courses at jamieabbott.com.